God is good. And all the time. Amen. Father, we thank you for lifting our heads. Thank you. For shame is far away from us. Thank you. For shame is far away from us. Thank you. For shame is far away from us. Thank you. Hallelujah. It gives me joy to bring God's word to us this evening. Amen. Now we began a journey from uh, from uh, last week um, Thursday and we've been building from what we had been given from the very first day and this is our month of creativity hallelujah and we're saying that creating your world i'm creating my world and you are creating your world amen god is good and last week thursday we began from the basics we looked at the fact that man is designed with three parts. So we read from First Thessalonians chapter number 5 and verse 23 where Paul the apostle is praying for the church and he says that the God of peace will keep you holy. I thought it would be on the screen by now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So from this scripture, we came to know that God created us such that we are a spirit or we have a spirit, we have a soul and we have a body. We came to understand very clearly that with the spirit, we interact with God. With the body, we interact with the material world. And with the soul, the spirit is able to interact with the body. And we said that in the soul, you find the mind. You find the mind. You find the mind. Glory to God. You find the emotion. Um, the sound is too light. Can you add macho to it a little bit? It's too light. It makes it sound like it's Mr. Sarida is preaching. It's very light. Epaphras leading prayer. It's too light. <clears throat> Amen. So we have the mind and we have the intellect. We have the emotions. It's right in there. And then we began to focus on the mind. And we mentioned on Sunday that what will give you an edge in this life, what to make you have a lead, what to make you preferred, what to make you distinct, what to make you unique amongst people in whatever that you find yourself doing is that element of creativity. Creativity. And we mentioned that we are created in the image of God. Therefore, that creative virtue of God is in us. So you have the power to create. And we learn from Genesis chapter number 1 verse 1 that when the Bible says that and in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And we say that there's a difference between when something is made and when it's created from the scripture. So the word created there is bara. And it is explained better to us in Hebrews chapter number 11 and verse number 3. Let's go there. Hebrews 11 verse number 3. Hebrews 11 3. Hebrews 11 and verse 3. It says, through faith we understand that the worlds 
were framed, fashioned, you know, put into place by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. So if we use this pulpit as an example for them to make this pulpit every uh, material used in making this pulpit is already seen is already in existence so they just put them together through certain processes and then we have a pulpit so this is made but what god mentions there in the scriptures in genesis chapter number one verse one to create means that you know you bring to being what did not exist at all and so we say that is that is that is that is god created bringing something to being in the same vein when you come to our level there are things that eyes have not seen your ability to bring to be seen what has not been seen is creativity your ability to bring what has not been seen yet into seeing that is creativity it means that what you have brought on board was not common to the considerations of others it was not there you brought into being hallelujah oh are you here with me david hallelujah praise god praise god so your ability to bring to being something that is appreciated something that men will acknowledge as wow this has never been and you were able to bring it to being that is creativity and creativity is, is what gives us an edge in everything that we, we do. A man who is creative will be celebrated by his world. A man who is creative, money loves to be around them. A man who is creative is not boring to be with. Are you with me? I pray and I decree and declare that the creativity ability will be activated in the name of the Lord Jesus. May the spirit of creativity be activated in you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. As long as you are doing what everybody is doing, no one celebrates you. But when you begin to do things that nobody is doing, that is when celebration comes. And people are drawn to what they know that they can't do or never existed. Hallelujah. And so creativity is in your DNA. And we make a mention that when it comes to creativity, there's an element in man that allow for creativity to function without limitation and that which allows creativity to function in man without limitation is an attribute of the mind which is called imagination and therefore we began to look at the power of imagination when you say something has power it means it has the ability to cause a change it has the ability to alter things it has the ability to shift things such a way that it's very is very seen so creativity functions at that dimension of imagine we say something has power it means that thing has the ability to alter things it has ability the power of a woman it means that you can your destiny can be altered by the woman because she has the ability to do that amen praise god power is the ability to do work is that not so so imagination has the ability to determine how far you go in life imagination has the ability to determine how far you go in life in fact god is unlimited god god can do anything in your life but can i tell you of god once again that what god can do can be limited in your life when you limit him by your mind all right to make it clear let's open our bibles to the book of genesis chapter number 15 and verse number 5 to verse number 6 genesis 15 5 to 6 genesis 15 5 to 6 genesis 15 5 the bible says and he brought him forth abroad and said look now toward heaven and tell the stars if thou be able to number them and he said unto him so shall thy seed be so look at hold on don't move fast he said that and this is god talking to abraham okay god talking to abraham and he brought him forth abroad 
and said, Look now toward heaven and tell the stars, if thou, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. Alright? So, the stars are numerous, uncountable. And God is trying to give him a picture of what it means by saying that your seed will be numerous. And for him to see what God is saying, God gives him a picture. So in other words, in this scripture, God is helping the imagination of Abraham. That is Abraham able to conceive in his mind, in pictures, what God is saying. And we said imagination is the ability to see thoughts in images. Or to think in pictures. That is imagination. To think in pictures. To think in pictures. So a, a, a young lady goes to a seamstress or a fashion designer and then the, the fashion designer asks her a question that so what design do you want? In other words, what picture of garments do you want? What are you seeing? Can you let, can you help me see what you are seeing? So I can show what you are seeing. Because for you to be pleased by my sewing is when my sewing is exact interpretation of what you saw in your mind. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Praise God. In Tobuzal says, style ben awedeng ope. Style ben ope. In other words, what picture are you seeing in your mind? What picture are you seeing? And then you go like, oh, um, let me look for something that looks like what I'm seeing. So you go, you, you came with uh, a screenshot of uh, an example you saw on Instagram. And you go like, aha, uh -huh. so something like this. But in my own case, I want the sleeve to be this and this to be that. Are you getting me? Lady say, oh, I'm getting you. Uh, but, okay, mommy, no, you get another picture again. You are trying to paint a picture in her mind. You are giving her a picture. You are making a think with you in pictures. And you see that while you are trying to try to paint the picture, you go like, ah, okay, okay, okay. Two patches, say, 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 say. And you go like, aha, that's what I am seeing. That's imagination. Now, why is it powerful? It can determine if you will come back to her to show again or not. Let's, can we break it down some more? You ask a young man, what kind of a woman do you want to marry? Oh, whatever God brings, stop that nonsense. I am pretty sure that Adam had a picture of how he's helped me to be, but he didn't know how he's going to look like. But as soon as God was saying, aha, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Praise God. Before this background came to be, people saw it. One person saw it. Said, "This is what the idea I'm seeing. This is the idea. This is the picture I'm seeing." And then the person is trying to communicate the picture to us. As soon as we all got the picture, say, "Okay, good. Then let's do it. It looks nice." Now you have not seen it in material terms, but in your mind, you go like, "Oh, this thing will look nice." Are you getting the whole idea? So you can see that human beings we are already imaginative in our dealings before any of you left your house or left your workplace or left school to come here you saw this place you saw this place you saw the road that leads to this place you saw it you saw it in your mind's eye that is imagination now we are saying that the ability of God is limited by how much of what God has determined to do that you can see. So God is helping Abraham. Oh, you shall be a father of many nations. You shall be a father of many nations. God keeps telling this man. Then one day God says, come out. Let me show you something. You're not getting it. I want you to get it in pictures. So God brings Abraham out and says, now count the stars. If you can count the stars, that will tell you an idea of what I mean that you are a father of many nations. Before God will call Joseph and lead him on all the processes to enthronement, God gives him a little picture of a future. What picture was that? It was a picture of the fact that men will bow to him or there shall be an honor. Some way, somehow, he will be honored. There's a picture of honor. There's a picture of leadership. 
but the details God does not give but God gives a picture in fact let me put it say God gives a negative oh those of you that are too current you don't know what negative is you want negative is some of you are too current all you know is uh, Photoshop how many of you know negative negative <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, they they <laughs> so they take a picture. You see the cameraman will come, and that time, no, they had a lot of struggles zooming and things. So yeah, the guy has to position, do things, do things to get. And when he gets it, all right, there's there's this this thing in the camera that that's called a film. Good. So whatever he captures sticks to the film but when you bring the film out you can't appreciate the beauty of what has been done because i said samai for so those times when, when we're young old people like look at my samai look at my samai we just say that and that's a negative and then he takes that thing and goes to the dark room and passes it through some processes and then what he captured can now be appreciated on a better paper you get the point so he has duplicated what he captured for you to appreciate what he captured now your mind is like that if your mind cannot capture the future you can't appreciate and walk towards it so always god will give you a kind of a negative or god will give you a certain picture it might not be so detailed but you'll give you something to look up to One of the reasons if say yeah bombaye na e kasa eradi but when you nyame dead you ma brabo soa you see the intensity of that prayer is actually regulated by the clarity of the picture you have of tomorrow if you are seeing tomorrow so clear you'll be angry about now so it is from that annoyance of the fact that my now doesn't seem to look like my tomorrow and i hate it dissatisfaction with now is actually sometimes a symptom or a sign that you have an idea of how your life should look like so everybody that goes to school especially those that want to lay on they feel that when they feel lay on they should get the best job in Accra so the picture they have in their mind is that after first degree I should get a good job where is the frustration set in frustration sets in when after two three years the picture he had say after national service there as a legonite as you have a good job and then for three years no job is coming the picture a graduate there has is that a good job is in Thai a good job is in the oil fields so if I'm not seeing that image in my now I am frustrated <laughs> But what, look at it this way. What about if somebody goes to school and they, they, they teach you and tell you that you are a creator of businesses. That whatever job you find, put your own it and make sure you add your education to it. Let it look good to the world. That person has a different picture. That person sees himself as, as a maker. As one that picks what does not look good and makes it look very good. That guy can be frustrated. Picture. All of us are sitting here today and we are products of pictures. Pictures. Oh, please bring the man of God to the front, please. Celebrate my brother. Man of God, come, come, come. Ah, you can't sit there. The picture I have your view is not that place. Is here. Please put him in the front for me. Let's celebrate God's servant. God <laughs> oh, bless you, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God gives Joseph a picture. So he can have, you know, an idea of where he's going to. That was why when Potiphar's wife gave him scholarship, he refused that scholarship. Because that scholarship was not good. From the picture he saw, no, 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 no. They don't go there like that. In for you, no, no, is not correct. Hallelujah. And you see, even the marketing world, they understand the power of pictures. I, please explain to me what has a naked woman got to do with a car? A nude woman. What, what has she got to do with a car? A fine, fair sister. Srim. Coca-Cola shaped bottle. Then they have done. A billboard and a car then she's by the side why because they know the power of image because if if brother is passing without intention looking he will look and if you look you will see the car 
Have you seen gradually all radio stations, most radio stations now have Facebook Live? They call it audiovisual because they know that what you can see sticks better than what you hear. So God wants you to see what He's saying about your life in pictures. You see, you can never refute what you see. It's so hard to be convinced otherwise when what you have been told can now be seen by you. Imagination. My, my youngest sister had never been to the U.S. But every sitcom, every movie, whatever, on, I just say, she even used streets in New York. Then one day God opened the door for her and she left. She's not a citizen. Every time we talk, I tell her, I say, Fia, I can't sell for Ghana. Say, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a citizen. 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 Even before she traveled, her, her diction was different. May I say that perhaps by this picture she was watching, she was seeing herself there. That's how God wants us to behave with the imagination thing he has given to us. Ability to live tomorrow and now. It affects the way you walk. It affects your decisions. It affects what you do. Why? Because you are living tomorrow now. You can picture tomorrow and you, you zoom it and you bring it to now. And then you are living it. That's the power of imagination. Imagine so powerful. So God gives Abraham a picture that if you can count the stars in the skies, then you can count your children. He always give you a picture. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, share with us on how to feed your imagination how to feed praise God praise God hallelujah how to feed our imagination how to feed our imagination hallelujah now if imagination is simply thoughts in pictures then we should look at how do we get thoughts. I'm a Tom Boasio. Hello. Bishop said to me this afternoon, he said, he said, you know this thing is very technical. I said, yes, sir. Said, so make sure you add a lot of examples. And some of you might think that you understand what I'm saying, but I better say, oh, Because when it dawns on you, the power of imagination. Oh, Jesus. You will not need a prophet yet to come and tell you, I see concern your tomorrow. There are times when we stand here and maybe we are prophesying, I see a mega church. Most times that I see is not necessarily the Holy Ghost communicating a vision. It's a vision that has been created by the scriptures. Because we know, we know that he said he will build this church. Number two, we know that whatever that the righteous put his hand to, it will prosper. The scripture has painted a picture. We know from scriptures that wherever God's word is, there is increase. So from those scriptures, by the breathing of the Holy Ghost, we take it. I see a mega church. Uh -huh. There are many times I've given prophecies based on the power of imagination mixed with the overflow of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't know how to explain that to you. Praise God. Yeah. It's called prophecy by faith. Hallelujah. I see. I see. I see. Please choose to create the images of the scriptures and stick to it. So, Imagination is thoughts in pictures. Like this afternoon, brother, brother Ike killed a baby snake here. Now you see, 
what I just said right now is actually the truth. He killed the baby snake. But all of a sudden, he said, wow, A. The wow and the A is because of the materials of thoughts you have about what baby snake can do. Then some of you think that if there's a baby snake in it, it means there's a mother snake. And then based on your knowledge of snakes, you know that they lay eggs, not egg, eggs. So I only said that brother, I killed a baby snake this afternoon. But your reaction has been amplified by the quantum and quality of information you have about snakes. Oh, are you here with me? Are you here with me? I see. During the pandemic, the information of COVID alone was enough COVID in our body. Oh, I remember one of one of the days I felt you, you when you walk through, if you take a stroll through the area, you could sense that fear was walking around the world. Not your area, but you could see that fear is in the world. Everybody, hey! It was amazing, oh! The one cross when they locked down and you cannot, you cannot come out. The great and the mighty were all now made low. You have four wheel, it's in the house. Two wheel, it's in the house. Legabens, we are all at home. Bank manager, forget it. We are wearing nose masks. We can't go anywhere. Shortage of food. I couldn't believe it. When they opened, it gave us the privilege to go and buy things. You walk to a shop and the place is empty. And you can't buy more than... That's what's happening to us. And then the, the reports. How people are dying. Then the videos that were going out. And so they'll show us videos from China. Where somebody has a COVID. He did act here and rub it on the, on the um, elevator and remove his hand. So anybody that touched will get it. Then we get all kinds of videos. People that were arresting them. They have a code to go and so many pictures. The more the pictures, it means the more information we're having. The more information, the more we're thinking. The more thinking in pictures, the more the fear. The more the fear, our attitude was changing. We're shrinking in size. Husband and wife, who were not friends, could not stay at home. But you have to stay. Pregnancies that were not planned came forth. In fact, for some people, cried here, they didn't see themselves marrying again. They told their beloved, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm, I'm not sure. I think Christ is coming. Christ is coming. Hey, now you be so bad. I'm over. So, imagination is thoughts in pictures. What brings thoughts is the information you and I allow to go through our eyes and through our ears. The things we allow to go through our eyes and through our ears. I saw a video today of a mother who was with the son and they had gone to the zoo. I don't know if the woman takes care of crocodile. I don't know. I don't know. But crocodile was in the water and the woman was talking to the daughter and was pointing somewhere and the crocodile felt that was meat. So the crocodile came small, small and grabbed the hand. Then they were shouting for help. Then a stranger jumped into the, the water and then now held the crocodile. They took a while to get the woman's hand out. I mean, I've seen such a picture. And then you are telling them, we're going to excursion to go and see crocodile. And you tell me, oh, it will harm you, hold the tail. What we tail? Why should I hold the tail? No, 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 no. I shall be the head and not the tail. I mean, I can hold that tail. What am I holding it for? Say, well, it is harmless. Harmless for what? After what I've seen? Imagine that you watch the movie a night before you flew and the movie is about an aircraft that caught fire in the air and how the passengers struggle to survive and the next day you are traveling and you are traveling from, from, from Ghana to Singapore that's over almost 24 hours in the air glory to God and the movie in the movie hey, easy. the pilot came to the we don't know what to do we are all going to die and the movie was a series. You watch, you watch, you actually watch about 15 episodes before. Wow, they are now sitting in the plane. So as you are as you are going, as you are boarding the as you are boarding the flight, your heart is shaking. Why is your heart shaking? It's God of God is faithful. Is it well not true? His word is true. Haven't your pastor he has prayed for me? 
But at this moment, what is speaking to me is what I've allowed into my thoughts through the movie I watched yesterday. So now you are in the plane. Please about take off. They remember how that you know the movie when they're taking out the tissue can. There was a chair that was shaking, and the guy didn't say anything. That's how the plane got. And when the plane took off, some people were shaking. There are some tongues we speak. You now you know this one is not is not of the Holy Ghost. Some years ago, I traveled a friend of mine. We went somewhere, one country, and from you know when we were flying from Ghana to the capital of that particular nation, the flight was very beautiful, so smooth, so wonderful. We enjoyed ourselves over six hours in the air, beautiful. Big, big plane, very nice. Everything was very, very nice. Nice food. Though she didn't eat the food, I ate the food for her. And other brethren were there. I, I, I helped them out. Yeah, I don't joke with food. When it has, if I fast, we are fasting. We eat, we are eating. We don't joke with it. Everything you do, do it well. Some of you are too canal. Take me to buffet, you'll be happy. <laughs> Some of you, you are too gentle. You go back and you're hungry at home. What is that? Is that wisdom? That's not wisdom. You know, so we had a very nice flight. The flight was beautiful, and then we had to take another flight from the capital to the next, you know, city. And that was a smaller plane. And uh, it, was, it was nice. I mean, it was nice. So then we had to return back. You know, the flight from the, that city to the, the capital of the nation. You know, I don't know if the pilot was drunk. I don't know. I don't know if he was angry with his wife. I don't know. My brother, I don't know. Oh! Fly there if your plane is going to take off, they go small, small. You know, so go small, small. Then they will now turn when they now turn in full force and a mic. Then power, full force. No, I didn't have power. Hey, open my so then in the air, Jesus is Lord. My friend, she held my hand. ราบาบาบาราบาเดเบโกโซเลเปเทเนียราเดวันฟามาซินวูมาซีดิมูเชกินเดนอาซาซิสตาคัมดาวคัมออนเมกอดบรอดาสยูเทคัสยูเทคั
with twine, he covered his face and blah blah. You read down right after this powerful image when God said, Who shall I send? Isaiah said, I'm here. Yeah. After seeing God, you can't say no to who you want sent. You, you quickly say, I'm here. Send me. Because <laughs> I see you and I've never seen before. Give me, um, let me add one more scripture to it. I hope you're blessed tonight. Are we going to work on our imagination? How many of you see greatness in your life? So from today, when you sit on God's word, make sure until you have captured an image, don't leave the Bible. That is what meditation Meditation is the act of being able to turn the scriptures to pictures. That's meditation. Are you here with me? Hallelujah. And, and while I'm looking for my scripture, can I pray for you? Can I pray for you? I pray the prayer of Apostle Paul unto you, unto you and you great friends in 2 Corinthians. Don't go there. I'm just quoting. And then. 2 Corinthians 10. It talks about casting imaginations. Casting imaginations. Lift your right hand and take this prayer. In the name of Jesus Christ, I cast every negative imaginations from you. Now, shout a loud amen three times. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 2. Look at the first line. It's so beautiful. It's so Isaiah chapter 2 verse number 1. The first line. Isaiah 2 1. It says, The word that Isaiah, the son of Amos, saw. The word he saw. How can you see word? The word he saw. The word he saw. So you feed your imagination by seeing the word. Sit on the word. And then you do go further by meditating on the word. I said to you right now that meditation is the act of turning the scriptures to pictures. Give me um, Psalm 1 verse 1 to verse number 3. Thank you Jesus. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told you don't know it ah. victory is mine victory is mine victory today is mine uh, Jenny what to music you are a singer before becoming an usher in this church people don't know you hmm now, hallelujah. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> oh, Victor, I just said we just sing that song. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind me. Victory today is mine. Did you get it? Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Sing it. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, I told Satan, get thee behind me. Victory today is mine. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. Can I have the other mic explain? I told Satan, get thee behind me. Victory today is mine. One more time, say, Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind me. Victory today is mine. Hallelujah. That is a great confession you've just made right now. Victory is yours. Shout amen to that one. Someone says that blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor takes a step further to stand in the way of sinners, and finally end up sitting in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is, is in the law of the Lord, and his law doeth he meditate day and night. Yes. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water 
that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leave also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall what prosper. Can I tell you that from my little understanding of the scripture in meditation is that verse number three is the picture of the words in verse two. Go back to verse two. Everybody look at verse two carefully. Look at it. So this man's delight is in the word of the Lord. And he has situated himself in the word through meditation. So he's engulfed about with the word. Now look at verse 3. It's like a tree planted. Isaiah refers to us as trees of righteousness. Being washed by the water of the word. I'm looking at the scripture metaphorically. So when you meditate on God's word. And it's your delight. You are actually situated at a place where the word of God surrounds you. There are dryness around, but for you, you are too watered because the word is like waters around you. So you see that the verse number two is the word coming to us. Verse number three give us a picture of what how it looks like the person meditating on God's word. When you can see it in this place, you will understand the verse two. How many of us know that Jesus Christ died upon the cross of Calvary? How many of you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross of Calvary? How many of you know that Jesus Christ took away our infirmity, bore our sicknesses, and all diseases? How many of you have seen it? So let me show you something. The proof that you have seen what has been said is that it manifests in your life without stress. That's the place of meditation. So somebody is not feeling well. Epaphras, you're not feeling well. Have you taken medication? No, sir. I'm trusting God. So where are you now? I'm lying down small. I'm trusting God. Trusting God for because his word is true. After two hours, Epaphras, yes, sir. Are you okay? God is faithful, sir. I'm trusting God. The next day, Epaphras. Epaphras. Are you okay? Trusting God. Sorry, going to my rough now. If you are trusting God after one hour, you should be standing up. Get to and you can only come to that place of that clear image of what Christ as the Rafa when you have meditated for a while. You have you have been soaked in the word. That the word has now moved from just being characters of T-H-E. And has now become life, and you can see it. Woo! Faith is when you are seeing the word that was said because you always act what you see. Let's break it down. Why will a child try to put his hand in a lion's mouth? Because the child does not know what a lion is, but you and I we know the child does not know. So the child is, is like, you know, a toy thing. Then even when the lion has caught the hand and is biting, the child is crying not because of pain. Like, it does, it's not crying because it's being eaten. Like, ah, why? Why are you making me uncomfortable? Doesn't you understand what pain is? Knowledge is what makes all these things open up to you. The same knowledge is what will close you up to this, these things and open you up to the possibilities of what God has. Let me count here. Do you know that there's this book by um, Pastor David Youngicho of Blessed Memory. The Fourth Dimension. I think it's a book I, I recommend that you add it to some of the books you read in the course of the year. And why God made him write that book on the Fourth Dimension. God told him about signs and wonders in Christ Jesus. <laughs> he told the Father, the Lord, here the Buddhists are healing cancer. They are healing HIV. How? They will cross their legs and close their eyes and imagine the cancer gone and they are there. Oh, oh, 
After a whole day, the thing vanishes. Because actually, man, even in his fallen state, is a higher version of creation. That's why because I have the Holy Ghost. But you and I depend on him. Steve Jobs is dead and gone. Of a glory in his mind. One day, Dr. Masbury made a statement that was so powerful. He said, the world is ruled by dead men. Think about it. iPhone is a man not dead. Whoever, whoever studied science, biology, um, physics, and chemistry, are they alive? Are you not paying for their dead brains to be considered as a good person in society? And all of us, you will faithfully pay. Yeah. A lot of us parents say we are getting money to pay for our children to go and study somebody who's dead, his brain. And then based on that dead brain, they now tell us that your child is first class, second class. Look at that nonsense. And yet the Bible that is free will not study. You see the thing? Why didn't you come to church? I was studying. What are you studying? A dead man. His ideologies he wrote in his journal. is now the book you and I spend our time to study. We pay willingly pay in tears we pay it and then somebody who has gone deep in the study of a dead man's brain comes to teach you and then marks you based on a dead man's brain and after that you graduate based on a dead man's brain and the society gives you a job based on a dead man's brain so we are all still dead in the society and yet there is a word there is a knowledge that is living because the author of that word is still alive and we don't you don't even pay to have it you don't pay to have it. But we are not busy on it. That's why there's too much death in the system. Our imaginations are all crafted and designed by a dead man's brain. So they tell who an ideal woman is. She's slim. Coca-Cola. Flat tummy. Backless. Stand big. So every woman wants to have wants to have increased backlash. Every woman in Ghana wants to have it. Those who were born or not born, they are creating it. Why? Because the society makes you think that the image of a right woman is this. And that if you have weight, you are out of place. And then those that are in that situation by birth, feel down, feel inferior. You walk to a place and you don't know how to talk. They tell you that the people who are great in society, they have cars. You don't have a car. So when you go and see them, you can't talk. You see the thing? But there's the living word that tells you that you are not defined by car and house. That, that you are bought by a blood. Why don't you create images with that one? So that you walk around bold. Yeah, I'm walking so. Can you walk the way I walk? Because you know the guy sitting in the car has to go every weekend to the, to the gym. But here yeah, you are fridging. I don't pay for anything. You walk freely. Walk me a bit and fast in the car. Walk and fast in the car. You get the whole idea? Hello? Now, if you have a date, you have a problem. Just get Uber. Simple. You have a driver. A driver is driving you and your date. Is that the same as a man has a driver driving him and a wife? If you get that, we didn't know it's Uber. Is it that it's Uber I came with? Why was there? Huh? Hello? So, how do you feel your imagination? By the word. The things you see and here. So I want to tell you for today, for today or for today, feed on the word. Alright? To help you create that God image. Are, are you with me? Uh, on the on the low and uh, on the second view, which I won't go deep, just shallow for now. If God allows us again to teach, we'll talk about it. When it comes to the area, I was telling one time, I was telling one of the brothers here that there are nations I want to visit. And I want to visit more than once, twice. Because I want to go and feed my imagination. Some of the nations to, to think of going for vacation is Dubai, Qatar, Singapore. You get it? What do you mean? I make country. You get what I mean? When you see structures, you see that people can think this, see it, and create it. Impossibility will leave your dictionary.
want you to plead the blood on your mind. Every negative imagination that has ever been implanted in you by reason of careless usage of your eyes and ears. The blood. The blood. The blood. The blood. Sanctifies. Cleanses. Reprograms my imagination. I receive the delight of God's word. The delight of God's word. I receive the delight of God's word. I receive the delight of God's word. Pray. I made you see because I want you to think the prayer and pray it with the whole of your heart. With the whole of your heart. With the whole of your mind. Pray it. Pray it. For the next two three minutes, Ilama Musie Nanano. Oh, you are the living word. Just keep praying. Yes, bread of life, send down from glory. Keep praying. Many things you will learn. A holy king, a carpenter. You are the living word, an awesome ruler, gentle redeemer. The living truth and what a friend we have in you. You are the living word, Jesus. Jesus, that's what we call you. Manger bone, but on the tree, you died to say. Gentile 